welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by my very good friends. First of all, to my left, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and to my right, we have Anthony Amato, the one and only Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. Gentlemen, it's good to be back with y'all. Um, yep. We are here to talk some more Marvel. Filler saga continues, man. Big, yeah. big surprise. Let's go. Big surprise. Um, yeah, to all of our listeners, all of our viewers, everybody who's tuned in, thank you so much for being here. We want to remind you to smash the subscribe button. Hit the like button while you're at it if you're on YouTube. But yeah, subscribe to us wherever you are watching, wherever you are listening, so you can get all of our um, all of our podcasts, all of our videos. And also, please follow us on social media, at Royal Geek Pod, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, MySpace, everything. <laughs> All right. So um, stay up to date with everything we got going on. And uh, yeah, boys, I think we, we just need to get into it. Yeah, a lot of movies to discuss. Got a lot of yep. movies to discuss. You'll see in front of us here, if you're watching, we have a ton of, you know, we have all the Blu rays and some little action figures and whatnot. Um, we are here to continue our ranking series of the Marvel phases. And this is the last one because we started with phase four and then we went to one and two. And we are now doing phase three. So phase three, certainly the best phase. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I would say the strongest. The strongest. Yeah. Pound yeah. for pound. For yes. sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's 11 movies, and we're going to talk about them. We ranked them. And just like the last few weeks, if you've been following along, I know the collective score. These two guys sent me their rankings, and I obviously know my ranking. But they don't know what's coming. So... Um, they will be learning the rankings as you um, learn them as well. So let's start with the lowest ranked movie in phase three, the one that proves that we are all sexist and hate <laughs> female lead characters, Captain Marvel. Oh, man. Yeah. Unanimous, right? Unanimous. Or no, actually. Whoa. No, it wasn't Whoa. unanimous. So it's got yeah. to be you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely me. Yes. I had a different movie. And I think I know what it is. Yes. But oh, you probably yeah. do. I do too. I know. But, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, that was a joke. Hopefully everyone caught that. We are not sexist. <laughs> we don't have anything with female-led <laughs> movies. Um, we just didn't really think Captain Marvel was that good. Ah, sorry. Yeah. I mean, it was it I mean, it wasn't terrible. It just was very below average. Very, very, yes. very below average. I mean, I would also just say pretty much everything else that was made during phase 3 was was strong to average to above average, I would say. And I feel like you know, maybe if this had been in another phase, for example, if it had been in, um, you know, phase two, I think it would have had, it would have been significantly higher. It would have I been higher so. than, you know, both Iron Man 3 probably and uh, Thor The Dark World. Well, and to, um, sa and to sandwich that in between two Avengers movies, I mean, obviously I know um, Ant-Man was in there as well, yes. but, uh, but still, to have uh, Infinity War and then two movies that are going to be forgotten because, I mean, I'd still like Ant-Man, but... Um, and not forgotten. Not forgotten, but like it's overlooked because yeah. of the two Avengers yeah. movies that, that come before and after. Yeah. One thing I will say, you know, it's an okay movie. Um, I think it was I think it was second to last on my list, so it's not like it was much higher. Uh, you guys had it in last. But yeah. maybe the best thing about it was um, when it came out, It because Endgame was, you know, the year between Infinity War and Endgame was just like, a year of it was interminable. Yeah, yeah, it dude, was it was so the long. The theories, the discussions, the waiting, and then the movie we get. You know, Ant Man and the Wasp was also in there, and we'll talk about that later. Um, and that was like current in the MCU. 
but with, with Captain Marvel, it was actually a if in my mind like the greatest time ever to have a prequel, because yeah. for me it was nice to watch something that I knew wasn't going to make my head spin more about yeah. the like the trajectory of Marvel into Endgame until of course the post credit scene. Right. But mm-hmm. it just felt good. But yeah, and may- maybe what kind of led into it was the fact that you were kind of distracted, and it was like the prequel. You know, like you were, it was right in between because it was in between. You know, Infinity War and Endgame, we were kind of distracted, and we were kind of like, um, you know, something that was more comical, like Ant Man, did better because it kind of, you know, Lighten broke, the mood. The mood, you, know, yeah. you know, broke it from. Whereas this tried to kind of fill a time a, a slot, and I feel like in a way we were kind of distracted in, you know, wanting more. Mar- we wanted the Avengers content instead of something in this sense. Am I yeah. wrong in saying that the best part about the movie was Samuel L. Jackson? Is that no, he was great. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, he was. Re- he, I mean, he was really yeah. good. Um, yeah, Ben Mendelsohn too. Has, yeah, well, uh, for sure. The scroll, Talos, was, yes, yeah. or Talos. Or, I yep. mean, the, the whole idea of you know, kind of turning it on its head about the um, who is the true villain. Although they kind of like already set it up because of the way they set up the Kree. But yeah. in most of the comics, it's kind of the other way around, where the scrolls are generally considered the more evil race and the career yeah. more um considered the good race um and I, I do think they did a good job and they didn't go too down the far down the rabbit hole of uh the whole body um morphing thing because that can always be a very played out kind of tiresome plot line if done incorrectly sure well i will say this we've spoken way too long about this movie already <laughs> because yeah. it's the last yeah. on our list let's get to number 10 um the number 10 movie on our list is Spider-Man Homecoming. Wow. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. This was the first full movie uh, for Tom Holland, you know, his own Spider-Man film. Um, yeah. I think yeah. you need to lead this one off. This is, I need to lead this yeah. one off? Yeah. Well, this is yeah, you're, you're the biggest this hater. This is your yeah. worst one, right? This Th- is yeah, this, is, yeah. this was my last place. <laughs> and one of you had it pretty high, too. So it was or relatively high. Okay. Um, uh, no, that's not true. You guys had it in the same exact spot, so which was not, <laughs> was not that high. Now that I look at it, again. Um, yeah, I, I, just for me, like I hate like angsty high school drama. Yeah, and this had it written all. That's over. all this yep. was. That's all this was. Now, if if I could somehow watch this movie without feeling just like the just the awkward just high school bullcrap, um, it was probably a lot better than I gave it credit for. I'll be honest, um, but I have I've just. I've only probably watched it twice. So, yeah. uh, I mean, and I will say from this movie all the way up to probably like the four spot, I would say are pretty close together. It's, you know, they're all pretty tight in general on ranking wise. And it just kind of comes down to your personal preference at the moment. Uh, I think that it was a very tight group for, for this situation. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I, I loved Hannibal Burris in, in in all the movies that he has been in in the Spider Man universe. Hannibal Burris as the as the PE coach has been it was phenomenal. Like his his whole like shtick that he does, like the non caring teacher, is just like it is hilarious. Well, the supporting cast in Homecoming is it was it was very solid, yes. very very yeah. solid. And then the, oh, just in Spider Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in general, in general, yeah, yeah. 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 Like Ma- I mean Martin. Um, Martin Stars was was a very good as the as the teacher and of course um, you know Michael Keaton oh, like I know, oh yeah. like he was good he al- was al- although you maybe rank this load it, the actual acting for 
this movie, he 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 was one of the better acted villains. Oh of, yeah, for sure of uh, the MCU. Yeah, yeah, that yeah he was a great he was a great villain. Yeah, so and I think we've we've discussed that at another point. Back if you check the archives of the Royal Geek Podcast, we I know we've had, yeah I know we've had more. <laughs> Yeah, we, we have, we have. Okay, so that is the number ten movie, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Next up on the list, um, all out of sorts here. Okay, number nine, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, yeah. and I think I want to go ahead and uh, piggyback of what Shimano said the last time was that the, the the ones between here and four, they really are that close together. Yes. Because I really did enjoy um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's yeah. just, I, there was Agent Wu. Yeah, like. exactly. Agent Wu. There was just way more movies that I enjoyed more. That's just, yes. That's just what it comes down to. And the, the, the what, the close-up close magic? Yes. Oh, oh close-up <laughs> magic is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I mean, in the idea of the character of Ghost was a very, like, it was, it was a interesting idea that they had going there um and you, you got to see some cool stuff you got to see you know them their first real trip into the quantum realm uh show up and um it, yeah you get to see uh the, the mother come back yes, and right. all that kind of stuff which is going to play a, all that stuff is going to play hugely in the new ant-man movie that's coming up yeah of course called quantum mania so that's gonna be really interesting to right. see how that world works more in depth yeah and just like the post-credit scene to this movie ah uh, man yeah getting us ready for endgame it 100 percent got us ready for endgame. yeah that's true that's i mean sure. yeah and and really like it had a massive impact on the theories that were going around you know because yeah we got this movie a few months i think it was like i think it might have been november or maybe it was late summer of um when Infinity War came out. Yeah, I feel like it was a summer movie. I think it was a summer movie, yeah. So it would have been like July uh, when when Infinity War came out in like May. So it wasn't, it's not like it came out super long after Infinity War. And then um, you get the post credit scene. He's clearly stuck in the quantum realm. And everyone's like, okay, that has to be important. But we didn't really know at the time. You didn't, yeah. Didn't really know how the time thing worked yeah. and all that. So you didn't know that he was going to be the catalyst to save the Correct. day. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, really funny movie. We're going to keep it moving just because, again, we have a lot of movies to talk about. But, um, yeah, it was it was enjoyable for me. So I think I might have had it a little higher, but that's okay. Uh, next up is Spider-Man Far From Home, okay. number yeah. eight. So the Spider-Man movie's kind of low on this list. I'm trying to think. I think I had Far From Home a little bit lower than Homecoming. I you think. had Far From Home... Actually, second to last. Yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. You, yeah, you did not like. Far I wasn't. From I wasn't huge on this one. The 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 field trip to Europe, though. Is it because you're a Taylor Swift fan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> the the field trip to Europe. It was just a little. I don't know, a little too much, especially when. Yeah. I mean, yes, you don't actually see Spider Man. Well, in London, you do, but you he goes as like the what the Dark Monkey or whatever the heck they call him. Yeah. Right, but uh, Night Monkey. Was Night it? Monkey. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, which anybody could clearly tell. Spider-Man was Peter Parker. You had to have known. Like, you just don't go on a field trip where you came from uh, New York, where Spider-Man was there, and then all oh, wait, all of a sudden he's here. He's one of the students. Yeah. Which like, one? Which one is he? Like, I don't know. Yeah, just, you really had to be like, hey, if you're on that field trip and you don't make that connection, like maybe you should not be at this school. That's supposed to be for the gifted right, program. Yeah. <laughs> these are some of the smartest you know? teenagers, and and they couldn't. So great it about out. MJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she like she's like that. You're Spider-Man. He's like. Well, what? Yeah, I'm not, not Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say this: ha- this, this did have some good uh, happy moments in there, like uh, um, Happy Hogan. He was he was good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed I, him. I like that, and I, I actually d- I like the fact that they wove in characters from previous films. 
Um, like when they the the physicist from Iron Man, the original Iron Man, oh, that's is right. in it. Yeah. Um, who is actually fun fact? He is the little boy from the original Christmas Story. Oh, um, okay. He is played by the same actor. Um, but yeah, I, I love the fact that they brought that person in and kind of you know, as an homage to like the universe as a whole. And, um, especially because you're going from Iron Man movie to a Spider-Man movie and there's, they've shown in this universe that those two characters are linked very tightly, you know, even with like having happy show up again in this made it very, a very tight link. Yeah. And the, and the visuals with Mysterio's, his quote unquote powers, like the visuals looked really cool. Yes. Mind bending and the like trippy world looking kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I did enjoy that. Um, but Overall, I mean, and it, it really it was, it, it was meh. It, it for me, it had me going like, not sure what direction they're going, and you know, every, it felt like he kept kept getting deceived, you know. Yeah. So I, I, you know, and I'm I'm always a sucker. Like I get, I get tricked so easily in movies. So <laughs> if you want to pull a scam, this guy's not. Yeah. <laughs> in a movie, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Spider Man, and we love Spider Man. Yeah. But, um, two of the weaker films, and again, weaker like. So many good films in this phase, so you have to have some losers. But yeah. um, and I think from here on out, like I feel like the movies are going to be pretty home runs. Yeah, yeah, pretty heavy. Well, let's hit them with number seven on the list: Doctor Strange. Mm. Oh yeah, I, yep. I, listen, I love Doctor Strange. I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was just it was different. It felt different yep. than uh, the other movies that, that had come out prior to Doctor Strange. It was. I don't know. I, I like getting into the mysticism about it. Yeah. yeah. So you you and I had Doctor Strange in the same exact spot. Okay. Like yep. six, seven, something yeah. like that. Amato had Doctor Strange a little lower. Mm, okay. I mean, like I said, I feel like 10 through 4 were pretty interchangeable yeah. at the time point. Um, and, you know, I mean, this this movie did give us Wongers. And we got to see. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, we got true. to see uh, him show up and his growth as a character. Um, it, I, I do think it was there were some definitely interesting things d- diving into the mystical side and um, all that kind of things. You kind of got to see the, in a lot of ways, the mystical side of what Tony Stark would be if he instead of getting <laughs> um, like you know technical powers and building a suit and things like that, if he had been given mystical powers there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of similarities in their characters yeah you know um so I you, you really got to see that so that was a really cool setup and you I mean, know seeing Benedict Cumberbatch in the MCU was pretty fantastic too like it, he's yeah. great man he's a great actor phenomenal and, and just the the mirror dimension the, the, the oh, well, yeah. that was there was a lot of cool scenes that they built up in that world so and I kind of liked I mean the villain, yes, we had Mordo as, as one of the villains, right? But like Dormammu, yeah, he was kind of like that figurehead, and he was like this close to being what um, Galactus was in the Fantastic Four movies, like yeah. this close. But the way that they executed it at the end, where he was stuck in an eternal loop, I like that premise about it. And we did get a really big look at, for the first time at another Infinity Stone uh, with the with the fact that it was around Doctor Strange's neck. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Oh, and just the idea that he, it was one of the a uh, few times where a hero, well, actually, in both of the both of the um, Doctor Strange movies, now they've defeated the the final villain with something other than force, you know. So that's interesting to see them both play out that way with the time loop and the deal that he makes with Dormammu, and then in Multiverse of Madness with what America Chavez does 
to show um, Scarlet Witch her, the error in her ways and how her family would see her if she for what she is doing. You know, so they kind of both beat them without using force, which is a different concept than they normally would do. It's yeah, completely different than yes. the regular MC with the big battle scenes. Yes, yeah. you're just yeah. punching exactly. somebody in the face until right. they give up. <laughs> and I've I've actually found that Doctor Strange is quite a rewatchable movie for me. Like I, I, I've watched it several times. Yeah, know? yeah, so, same. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was number seven on our list um, overall, but it was a great movie. So, yeah, let's move it on. Yep. You guys ready? Yep. Number six. Let's see. What is number six on our list? That's right. It's Guardians of the Galaxy, volume number two. Yeah, man, when you say number six, yeah. like it just, I feel like it should be way higher. Yeah. But it's uh, just, until you actually until start you, digging and in. And then you see the five movies that are going to be above it, and you're like, yeah. okay, well, I guess it's fine. Or you just remember that it's not that great of a movie. What? I like I like what? You did not like it? No, I am kidding. I do. I, oh yeah, this is the reveal. This is it the, the reveal? reveal? Oh, I totally forgot about the reveal. <laughs> really? Dang, I t- totally just like just like <laughs> the re- okay, so l- listen yeah, back. Yeah, right, so to the okay, all right, yeah. all right. So last week, I totally forgot about this. Um yeah, we said we were going to there there is a there is a big distinction between people who like Guardians 1 or Guardians 2 better. Most people like both of them. I like both of them. Everyone likes both of them. I might have just revealed which one I liked more mm-hmm. with that comment that I made, so I'll go ahead and say it right now. I believe that Guardians 1 is a better film than Guardians 2, or at least I like it more. Um, but I, I want to know what you guys think. If you, you know, if you had to pick, which one do you enjoy more, which one do you like more? Volume 1, Volume 2, go. <laughs> oh, it's, it's difficult. It's um, tough, right? It's actually the, hard, it's the hardest... Of all the franchises in Marvel, I think it's the hardest. Like, yeah, thing to I f- decide inside like a single franchise. Right, to differentiate. it's not that hard. It's not that hard. I like them both the exact same. No, you yes. gotta pick yeah. one. I know they're both. No, you gotta pick one. Soundtracks are both amazing on both. You of gotta them. pick yeah. one. Nope, I'm not doing it. Well, um, when we do our total list <laughs> ranking, you're gonna have to. I have to. Yeah, unless he does uh, A and B. Can't do that. <laughs> Split the points. <laughs> So they're even lower. Got it. Uh-huh. Somebody tell me which one they like more, please. The um, people are dying to know. I'll go with Guardians 1 okay. partially just because of the fact that I personally like the soundtrack better. Ooh. Wow. I like Guardians 2 then. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. See, it's a good split. Like, <laughs> That's not a surprise to me. So I anyways. Do. But do. it really is splitting hairs with totally, those. Yeah, yeah. Totally forgot. You ask me tomorrow, it's probably going to say Guardians 1. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot that there was a cliffhanger from last week on that. Um, I'm glad you remembered. It came to fruition. I totally yep. just... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, for me, it was low on my list because not that I didn't like it, but again, similar like we so keep yours, saying. You had Guardians lower than we did? Uh, yeah, I had it third to last. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, that is low. Wow. Yeah, I had. But he really did not. I like had Ant Man and the Wasp and Far From Home and Doctor Strange in front of it. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I brought the score down on Guardians. Guardians should have been higher. Okay. All right. If it wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sorry, okay. y'all. It's okay. Again, I enjoyed and you it. for comedies. Yeah, so I know. I don't know what. Well, Ant Man and the Wasp. Was hilarious. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And Far From Home had Spider Man. <laughs> True. Night, Night True. Monkey. I, Night Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Guardians Two. We haven't talked about this movie at all. <laughs> no. No, we didn't. We're totally just. I actually, I actually like Kurt Russell as uh, Ego. I really did. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked him. Oh yeah, I enjoyed. He had that like uh, suave charisma. kind of Dude, charisma. The charisma is yes. through the roof, man. Which simultaneously makes it harder when you see him become like the villain in the movie but it also really fits for like characteristically like Mm. chris pratt's 
version of Star-Lord. Like, the charisma that he has is very much in that same vein. You I know? think the best parallels in this movie to follow and track is Kurt Russell's ego and Michael Rooker's Yondu because they're both that father figure yes. to, to Star-Lord. But Star Yondu Lord, has zero right, charisma. Zero, yeah, exactly. But Star-Lord, the way he is seeking like his father, he's seeking yeah. his family, and he's so fixated on ego yeah. and everything that he's done. He has, he was blinded by what Yondu has done his totally forgot. life. Yeah. Yes. And then by the end of the movie, his his perspective has changed and he's like, oh, wait a minute. I've yeah. had a father this whole entire time. And that that right there to me was just, it was great. It was phenomenal. I mean, yeah, the, when he when he drops in, you know, he may be your father, but he's not your daddy. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, oh that, is a, that is a rough line. line. Like, yeah. I, just thinking about the idea of, you know, how many, you know, men in the world have stepped up to be that father figure for someone uh, who, you know, needed it at some point is a very, like, touching and, like, it's a deep moment, you know? Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Well, Guardians 2 is in the number six spot on our list. So. Top five. We're getting into the top five, ladies and gentlemen. Number five on our list. And by the way, maybe it's a good time to say – yeah, this is a good time to say it. Top five. This is our first week where we didn't have a single tie. Whoa. Oh. No that's, ties. That's saying, that's saying something. There are clear, there's a clear distinction with every position on our list this okay. week. Okay. Well, it is significantly easier when you have 11 movies that you're that's ranking. That's true. That's I would have you know. figured we'd, both, we'd all have the same number one or number two, like, around there. Maybe. No, no mm-hmm. clearly not. Anyway, let's Maybe. go. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> well, maybe we all have the same number one and all oh, of them have the same number two, which maybe. would be a very clear distinction. That would true. be a very clear all distinction. Right, all right, well, all right, here, here we go. go. Here we go. Uh, number five on our list is Captain America Civil War. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I did. Yeah. But the, the the four movies that, uh, that are going to come after this are just that much better. Yeah. But the, the whole dynamic of... Uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. in this movie—it was, it was just—it was stellar, man. It was top well, notch. Yeah, yeah. The conflict is amazing. Um, I love the fact that you get the reveal of—it's—it's uh, it's a pretty chilling like reveal when they do the whole situation about him, Bucky killing uh, <laughs> Tony's parents, yeah. and you know, very chilling. That's a great word. Yes, it's—it's—it's really there's some really awesome stuff that you get. For development of characters wise, uh, especially like you get you get you get a lot of Tony development, like in the sense of like him dealing with, you know, at the beginning you really get to see his development of him dealing with his parents' death and uh, all that stuff leading up to it, and then at the end you get to see this breakdown of his relationship with Cap and like you know like the it's a pretty heartbreaking line when he was like when um, Chris Evans basically like you know he he was. He, He's my friend, and then he's like, "Well, you are my friend too." Yeah, and like it's like, he said, "So was I." Yeah, or so so was I. Yes. Yeah. Um, it just like that's a that's a hard scene, you know, mm. um, to think about, and it, it, I mean, it's a hard situation for you know, Captain America to be in in that yeah. moment. You know, it's as much of a Iron Man movie as it is a Captain America movie. Yeah, like, like the, yeah, it's they, an Avengers movie. Yeah, really, yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you get the whole uh, fight scene at the airport too, which yeah. was a, a really big yes uh, climax to the the movie because you you get the, a lot of things happen, a lot of dominoes fall. You get yes. uh, War Machine. Yeah, yes, he breaks this is his a back huge. That one. That's a huge scene that yeah. like I feel like is 
you know, kind of underplayed in a lot of ways. Right. I think that there's a lot packed into it that gets kind of forgotten about you that. You get Black Panther introduction, and as far as fighting goes, and, and the whole Spider-Man yes. storyline, you get Spider-Man introduced, which he has a great uh, dialogue back and forth with yes. Captain America, which I thought was great. Yeah, yes. that was good. Um, the, the, the New York connection, I guess, yes. between them. <laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, so I recently rewatched this, like probably it, just a couple weeks yeah. ago, and I forgot how truly action-packed it is. Like, a lot of Marvel movies feel like, yeah, there's a lot, just a lot of action. This movie is almost nonstop action and fighting scenes. From the get-go. Yeah. It's like the whole, the whole like, like literally from the moment that um, T'Chaka dies, like, it doesn't take long before they're, they're in um, Bucky's apartment. And, and then <laughs> the German forces are coming in, and just that whole scene of them fighting, and then Black Panther shows up, and then they're chasing... Like all three of them are running like under the the highway, and, yeah, yeah, and then they're in prison, and then guess what? Now Bucky's out, and now there's more fighting. I mean, yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah, and like uh, another thing from that from the airport scene, it's the introduction of Ant Man into the Avengers. Yes, yes. and like yes. You, you're really setting up for tr- truthfully, what it is is it's you know laying the groundwork for future Avenger movies is really what it is. It's setting up. So you don't have to have introductions of guys like Ant-Man. So you don't have to have introductions of Spider-Man. You're taking the pressure off of a future Avengers movie in this movie by introducing them to each other. Same thing with like Black Panther. Yeah. You are introducing them to this world so you don't have to spend time unnecessarily in an Avengers movie giving an origin story to one of those characters. Yeah. That's fair. Um Point of note, I actually had this much higher than you guys did. Okay. Um, I had it all the way up at four. Okay. Uh, now, that could be because I just rewatched it again not that I'm, long ago. It's I mean, been, much it's higher. Been... I'm pretty sure I had it at five. Four and five is not that far apart. No, you had did it. Did I have it at six? Uh, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. You had it at seven. At seven? You both had it at seven. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I did like so. Zemo in this movie. Yeah, yeah, and then Zemo. And he's going to be a player for yeah. years to come now. Yes. And, well, uh, and just, just even his whole... Like, I, I knew that he was, you know, he was never going to be, like, a physical force, and he right. knew that. Right, and, and And I think we knew that. But literally, up until the moment that they they all get to Serbia, or Siberia, I said Serbia, my <laughs> bad. They all get to Siberia, and you see the other five Winter Soldiers dead. Like, I literally thought he was going to, like, wanted, that he wanted to control them. Yeah, that. that's exactly yeah. what I think I we literally thought that yeah. the whole, and now again, I just said a few minutes ago how I'm always tricked in every movie. But, like, I was genuinely like, oh, he's just, he wants a whole squadron, you know? Yeah. Right. Which, which really shows you, like, a different twist in his character. You know, it's a really good point to see that he isn't about that, that he is literally about, he wants to destroy this system. That he isn't about, you know, becoming the next big supervillain. He's literally about destroying these systems that were in place that were able to help destroy his home his homeland. Life. Yeah. His which life, is, his entire life. Which is why you can kind of see him while he'll be a, he'll be a perfect fit for the Thunderbolts when he goes in there. He's about kind of just disrupting the order that's yeah. established. It doesn't matter if it's if they're established good or established evil. He's just all about breaking the system that contains them. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was interesting seeing a character outside of the um outside of like the Avengers core group and you're seeing how the Avengers actions affect someone on a personal level because although we love the Avengers we sometimes gloss over the damage that is done in their battles whether I mean you can 
you know, whether it's for good or evil or on either side what's happening, they're still interacting and Ellie's partially responsible for what ends up happening in these things. And then people can take it to ultimate ex- to these further extents where they're really blame them even further along of where Baron Zemo is very deep into this, that that is largely their fault It's just, he believes it's just as much their fault as it was Ultron's fault for what happened in Sokovia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Civil war was, um, it was great, man. Um, and again, like, like we said, introduced Spider-Man, Black Panther, um, just a really good movie. Yeah. So, uh, okay, number four, number four. I don't have to look at the list anymore. I know where we're at now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Number four is Black Panther. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I I kind of figured it would be yeah right around there. Uh, Black Panther for me was yeah man. It really truly was a good movie, man. It, it catches you off guard. It really does. You go into the movie expecting something, but it, it like completely rewrites your expectations. Like the movie yeah. was. Um, it was well done, directed, and the villain is strong. I mean, Michael yes. B. Jordan was just a phenomenal the, villain. Maybe top three yeah. villain in the MCU. I agree. Like, I agree. He and and the fact that we get him later on yeah, in so. that little dream sequence in the in yes. the sequel. So was that is, Thanos, Loki, and um, Killmonger? Killmonger? Yeah, I would say I would you got to say, say yeah. those are like probably your yeah, top I three. So. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, great performance too. And then just seeing Michael B. Jordan as a villain in the first place—that's just that's yeah. that's new. And he's just like he's he's a very solid villain, and he's just the way he plays very well off of Chadwick Boseman's character and like the the type they each have like their own type of swagger, but they express it in different ways. So it's really cool seeing how that plays out. Yeah, and then just like the movie had such a huge cultural impact, you know, on. Uh, just everything. It was, you know, it championed like an entire, like the entire, like uh, an entire movement, really. You know, to where you would see um, Chadwick Boseman show up to sporting events, and there'd be athletes who were, you know, giving the Wakandan salute yeah, to him and stuff like sure. that. So it's like it, it was a an incredible, you know, cultural. It, it maybe ha- have some of the greatest cultural impact of any MCU movie that has been made. Yeah. And I mean, soundtrack, <laughs> the soundtrack. Oh yeah. F- phenomenal soundtrack level. as well. It's up there with, uh, up there with the guardians mix and everything. It might even be better to be honest with you. Yeah. Soundtrack was great. Just the movie was really good. Yeah. Strong well, villain. Well directed for strong sure. Strong cast. Yes. I feel like in, in some ways, like T'Challa wasn't even the star of his own movie in some extent, you know, like and we all love Chadwick. No doubt. Yeah. Um, but really, like, the supporting characters were so good in yeah. this movie. Yeah. That, like... Like, his his mom. <laughs> like, yeah. Great. Yes. Angela Bassett did a great but job. Because, Baku. Because, yeah, but because T'Challa is so... Calm. Calm. And, like, and, like trying to be cool and, like, cool and collected noble, with everything. Noble. Yeah. Noble. Th- that almost makes it to where... Like everyone else shines a little more than yeah. him, yes, right? which is fine. Great movie. The whole cast was fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, Forrest Whitaker too. Come on, man. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, mm. it, it, yeah, it's a it's a solid movie. And I think I think with the remaining three movies, it, it's ranked appropriately. I think so yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, my one my one critique is always is just like you know, Killmonger, man. Like I just wish. Oh man, why do you got to end him? I know, like. like yeah, why did it have to be definitive? Like it shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I understand it, but it was also just such an amazing. Like the way he went out was like, 
and the, the final line that he has is like it, it's I, that like solidifies his character for what it is, which makes it so. It's one it's of those things where it's so appropriate that yeah. it almost is. If he hadn't died, it almost would have taken away from it a little bit. So it, it's one of those sad situations where the character had to die for it to have the full impact of what the character should have had. Mm. Yeah. Another character, Andy Circus. Oh yeah, like that's we right. can see a uh, legit Andy Circus in live action, which is <laughs> a rare occurrence. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. You're right. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. So, um, yeah, good call, Black man. Panther. Black okay, Panther. number three. This is the only movie on the entire list that all three of us had in the exact same spot. Okay, mm. we all had it at number three, and it is <laughs> Avengers. Infinity War. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, this movie right here is, it's the Thanos movie. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And it was incredible from beginning to end. The opening scene was just like a, a slap to your face. And it was like, you think you came for an Avengers movie? No. You came for the- There was no happy yeah. little music oh chime over gosh. the Marvel logo. No. It was dark. It was quiet. And you just, you hear the radio- from the the Asgardian, you know, yeah. ship yeah. Yes. calling out for help. Gosh, it man. was crushing. Yes, the whole movie was crushing. There was yeah. not yeah. one ounce of hope in that entire yeah. movie, which yeah. is what he was going for. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, it was, it, it took a lot of, you know, it it, t- it takes a lot to be as a director to be like, hey, we're gonna dedicate a an entire movie to you learning everything about this villain and just like in, in making it a movie about him and not so much about the Avengers, you know? So it's a very, you have to have a lot of grit and a lot of, you know, chutzpah to be able to like, you, you could have legitimately called this movie Thanos infinity war. Yeah. Yes. Like you really could have like, you know, you know, you guys have told me before, like they wrote it with him as the, Literally, as as the protagonist, you know, yeah. like he mm-hmm. he is the focal point, totally. And he he does he steals the show the, the entire the, show. the entire movie. Like he he makes Hulk look like nothing. Yeah, in, in the beginning, yeah. that sets a tone yes. right there. That's that's a tone setter. Oh yeah, yeah, let's have our strongest Marvel character just get slapped around. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely wild. Did they yeah. even think that they pulled that off? I know. Um, gosh, there's so many, and there's just the the amount of moments yeah. in this movie too. Um, the that, pacing in this movie was great, man. Like there was yeah. not one dull moment. It was no. just mm-hmm. kept going at beat for beat. Yeah, and even even the quote unquote dull moments, the slow moments, like when when Thanos is talking to Gamora mm. back on Titan or not on Titan, but on his ship, you know, um, you know, it's just dialogue, but it's so good, it's so rich, yeah. you know. And you you just can just you just feel it's leading to something. Yes. Like it, it doesn't feel like they're just talking to talk. Yeah, and expectations going into this movie, it was gonna for me it was more like, oh yeah, he's going to get some of the stones, and then by the end of it, like it's gonna transition to the next movie where he's gonna complete the stones. Yeah. But he had three stones within like the first yeah, 15, a few minutes. fifteen minutes of this movie. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on here, man? This yeah. thing is gonna also start to tr- trickle downhill here. This movie had two of the greatest movie trailers. In the history of movie trailers. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, I still will go back and watch these trailers sometimes because it just gets me so fired up. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> so, one of the greatest lies in trailer history is one low. of the greatest lies in trailer history. Yeah, with the Hulk, Hulk being uh-huh. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. not Hulkbuster. Hulk. And, and yeah. even just that scene, like it's not like that scene existed, um, and the Hulk wasn't there. Like that scene just didn't even exist in the movie where they're all running directly into the camera. Right. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, like that right. didn't even exist. They, so. Yeah, they they did it for the the trailer to yep. sell tickets. That's yep. what they did. Yep, yeah. and it worked. Uh, great movie. Uh, two okay, two moments I just I love. I always just have to say this. First of all. When Cap shows up, um, and then behind the train, just about to say yes, that, man. I was gonna, that has to be. And it. Is, is it uh, what's what's the the chick's name? Is it Proxima? Proxima Midnight. Mid- midnight, midnight, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, she's like looking at Wanda and Vision, and then you just see her like she senses it. She like looks. Oh man, yeah. Looks over to the right, sees that Cap. That still gives me chills. It man. gives yeah. me yeah. S- yeah. It crazy chills. You just see his silhouette behind the yep. train, but you get a the bearded, the, the bearded, bearded yes. rugged Chris Evans. Yeah, <laughs> Change, changing lives. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, yeah, and then hands down the greatest moment in this movie, like maybe my favorite moment in the entire MCU as well, is when Thor shows up in Wakanda. That is phenomenal. Oh, I yeah. love that. Is an amazing game scene. changing, dude. Yes. Game changing, dude. Sensational, yeah. man. I, I remember that theater that, op- that opening night. Uh, we were losing our minds yeah. in that moment. Yeah, and I think what the little cherry on top of that scene is is when it's when Mark Ruffalo is like, "Oh, you guys, you guys so, so screwed, screwed man. <laughs> You're all dead." <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, it's amazing. Oh, That's man. a nice little cherry on top. And then yes. we get the we get the rocket and uh, like Winter Soldier, like yes, <laughs> that slide How interaction. Much for the arm? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's not for sale. Not for sale. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't for sale. He, he I'm gonna get that yes. arm. Yeah. <laughs> you got it as a present. So. Oh man! Oh man! Um, Great movie. Lots of things that you can. And then just and guys, let's just be movie. real. We haven't said it yet, but <sighs> the ending. Oh. The emptiness. How can you talk about this movie? And Biggest not... gut punch to fandom in the history of Dude, the world. Just like literally, how many movies are there where the villain flat out wins? Yeah, like where it literally ends, and there's not even a glimmer of hope. Yeah, you know, like oh. there's there's movies where like the villain will win, and like, but the end it ultimately ends with like good people on top. Well, or at least like you see what they're gonna do. Right, you kind of yeah. see what their plan is, or, or at the very least, you would uh, you would expect a moment to where you, it was like we're gonna do something about this. Yes. Like, even if like you know they're downtrodden, <laughs> but it's like there's no nothing they could. It was do just that. like it happened, and then it was just like I think cut. You, I think you hear Cap Captain America say, "Damn." Oh yeah, and then it goes to um, Thanos on his farm, mm-hmm. and that's it. The, the, that's it. The best, <laughs> the best part about what we're talking about here is like the sound editing, the fact mm. that it was quiet. Yes, and you hear the leaves rustling and like the the dust Dude, fading. It was like a violin. Yeah, and then playing it, the it music. transitions to the farm, and uh, you're like, this is when you look at your watch and you're like, oh my goodness, the movie's over. Like you're like, yes. what's wait wait. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to resolve it here. And then you see Thanos, and he's just resting. Yes. Watching the sunrise on a peaceful day. Yep. Yep. Wow. Grateful universe. Yeah. And then you get the post credit scene with um, Samuel. Or uh, actually, yeah, what it really was Samuel Jackson in that scene. It wasn't Nick Fury. It was Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's about to drop an f bomb. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he gets dusted, and then you get the Captain Marvel thing. So. Yes. Mm. Man. Great movie, Infinity War, and you know a lot of people consider it the 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 better of the two between um, you know Infinity War and Endgame. A lot of Marvel fans consider it the best Avengers movie. That's fine. I don't think anyone here critiques that. I get why people say that. Yeah, um, I get it. We haven't spoken about Endgame yet, which probably has led you to understand <laughs> that where we lie. Yeah, yeah, where we lie on that. 
Um, but yeah, we, we totally understand people who say Infinity War is the better movie. It might be the better movie, technically. Um, but if you're talking about what we enjoy the most, it's a good time to transition into what is number two on our list. Okay. And it is Avengers Endgame. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, Avengers Endgame, where do we begin? <laughs> Let's talk about the whole year we waited. Though how uh, we start there? We always do. Gosh, that was the worst. Man. There was it was the, the worst, worst and the best. I mean, it was it was such a <laughs> so much speculation. Like there was so many theories. I lived on Reddit. We like, were all it, wrong. <laughs> from from Ant Man exploding Thanos to uh, <laughs> oh to gosh. just the most crazy and ridiculous uh, theories about what might happen you know or could good, happen. You know, it'd be good to do is go on Reddit and find those posts. Yeah, that would be fun. And go look at theories for back then. Yeah. Uh, it, w- it would be really cool. Almost kind of do it like uh, the NFL does freezing cold takes. That They have like a little like Twitter thing that's like freezing cold takes, and they'll like take things that were said like six months ago, and they're totally wrong now. Yeah. It'd be really cool like how to do that with the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I think Just it would like, be cool. Just like insane theories that were completely off the rails from um, – from what actually ended up happening, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just to like see what like you know w- where people's mindsets were because mm-hmm. it, it is kind of hard now that we have seen Endgame and it's been cemented in our minds to really go back to those moments where you had no idea what like the there was an endless amount of w- w- the only thing I think we knew for sure at the end of Avengers: Infinity War, even though it was extremely painful, we knew people were going to come back. But we just did not know how. Yeah, exactly. Like, like there was, it, so there were so many theories about how it could happen, where it'll happen, who will be the important characters in this, who will actually show up, will some of these people stay dead? You know, there's just dozens of questions, even just to start, you know, the conversation, you know, even from, point, from the very beginning points of what Avengers Endgame will end up being was, uh, Insane. Oh man. Yeah. And the the five year time jump threw everybody for a loop. Okay. Yes. Let's stop right there for a minute. Yeah. The first fifteen minutes. So I'll never forget this. Like the trailers for I guess I said this earlier. The trailers for Infinity War, sensational. The trailers for Endgame were also good, but in in, in a much different way. They how do I say this? They 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 were so emotional. Yeah. Yes. But um they did not I, give away that's a whole it. lot. They didn't give away anything and in fact i remember hearing a rumor that the the trailer footage they used was almost entirely in the first act and then as i look back on it now it's like that is 100 percent true almost everything you saw in the trailers first act was in the first like 15 20 minutes yep. which is where they they kill thanos yeah they find him he goes for the head this time he does thor you oh, know they man. they, they kind of yes. wipe him away quickly and I remember when they when they killed him, I was like, <laughs> I literally, you know, we're in the same theater, guys. I might have even grabbed you. I don't know, Justin. I was like, I'm like, what, what, yeah, what, you know, what the hell are they? What, what's yeah. next? How did they how did they kill him already? Yeah, I was right. You're almost so kind of confused. like expecting something to like happen to where it's like, oh, this is a trick, a, dr- a dream. Oh, no, not not yeah. just that. I was in, but like, like what, the reality like one stone. Of this, yes, yeah. like the reality stone, and like, oh, he's not. That's not actually yes, what happened. That's a there. great thought. Yeah, but yeah, it's it really was like, whoa, what just happened? And and like all that potential hope, and they really were like, okay, so here's all your potential hope. Now we're gonna really get into like the nitty gritty of the you know trauma and the actual yes, you know 
emotional pain that these characters in this universe is going through. And and when the the screen went dark, twenty minutes in, and it says really slowly, it says five years later. Mm. Like uh-huh. the th- the theater that we were in was silent. Yes, I don't think anybody expected it to be five years in the future. And really, what that does is like it it it, it changes the context. Because if they would have had the big battle scene a week later, like yes, it still would have sucked for everyone in the world. But the people who lived on for five years, yeah, yeah. had to experience that loss and, and they, trauma they gave for us, five years. They gave us yes. gl- glimmers of that when I mean, Cap's in there in a in a meeting, and they're yeah. all talking about their loss. And yeah, yeah. It's all, just it's all these hard. characters you just see just like gutted, and these Hawkeye. random anecdotes of yeah, literally Hawkeye, Hawkeye. changes his Jeez. name. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, changes his mo. <laughs> yes. Slight, like, slight adjustment. Yeah, everything changes with him, and every you know, there's so many characters that are just so emotionally damaged because of what has happened, and really, you couldn't get that unless you had this five year gap. So I think it was yeah. kind of like almost a palate cleanse, and they were kind of doing. They were like, "Hey, the hope is gone." Like I think we all kind of like they were kind of like, "Okay, so we're gonna have a little bit of hope at the beginning because we all know." that it makes sense for the Avengers to rally after what Thanos did. We're going to have that whole thing happen in the first, like, 10, 15 <laughs> minutes, and then hope, like, really dash the hopes. You totally. know? Stomp it out, really. Yes. Oh, man. Endgame is so good. Um, yes. You know, it was written, like, as a love letter to the fans. The The, the final battle scene was incredible. The On, the on Your Left, like that is yeah the portals that legit that gets me every single time I am like that it gives me tingles just thinking about yeah. it like it's it's insane yeah. like I love that scene yeah. so much literally Cap and Mjolnir yeah Cap yes. and Mjolnir mm. yes uh, phenomenal yeah. um gosh let me think um how about when I mean let Tony with the uh, stones yes yes, yes. When he says I am Iron Man. So good, man. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then his death and just, you know, the crying and <laughs> yeah. You can I remember in our theater just hearing everybody just sniffling. Sniffles, yeah. 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 I mean, Great, yeah, we could we greatest could theater experience I've ever had. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. Hands down. Yeah. I, I will be shocked if that'll ever be beaten. Uh, it's gonna I, take it's gonna take a lot, man. It really will. I hope I hope there is a chance for it. But I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah, it'd be cool if there would be, but man, it just it feels like, yeah. And again, part of the th- part of the reason was we waited an entire year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be tough to. You, yeah. you waited an entire that, year. Yeah. You invested a decade, you know, yeah. of your movie watching Great time. Point. Great point. Um, I, I mean, it'll be really interesting in um, you know, twenty years if there's a movie that, you know, maybe we don't think of it that way, but if there's a movie that's the a, a generation who didn't get what we got, similar to what happened with. Uh, Star Wars, you know, like especially Empire Strikes Back. Like after in- Empire Strikes Back, there was a lot like that. That, that was one of the mo- more defining moments of that j- movie watching generation, right? True, you know. And um, this was I see this this as the same thing as where you, the, the experience of the theater and you know how it was going is very similar to that situation. Will we have a a franchise that's big enough and a moment that's big enough to where 
there's something like that in the future. Yeah, like so will DC that again. will DC ever get their act together uh, and give us something? You know, well they just announced their whole chapter. Yeah, we, yes, you know, they, they did a whole lot of work, but uh, it'll be real. It'll be really interesting, yeah. especially if it's like down the line and more solidified in our minds. Yeah, and le- like be- and there's a group of people who wouldn't have had both experiences. Kind of like how like there, none of us really had that experience with. You know, Empire Strikes Back, where no, no, you know no. you didn't. By the time you watched Star Wars for the most, or Empire Strikes Back, most of us had had the you know reveal ruined to us. You know, for a lot of us. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if in the future we get fun to have note, that experience. Fun note: Justin almost didn't make the movie. <laughs> you remember that? Uh, yeah. Oh he, yeah. He totally bailed I, on us for dinner. I, I had no choice. He did. I couldn't no make choice. it. I had to drop my kid off at the in-laws' house. Yeah. Yes. And there's yep. tons of Atlanta traffic. Yeah, it was. Yes. Wow, just name job there. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Atlanta. That's that's where it happened. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, it didn't. Mala, Georgia. Yeah. We were yes. In, we were in Gwinnett, but that's okay. Yep. yep. That's Shout out, Gico. Um, all right. Now that everyone knows where we live, Endgame was fantastic. <laughs> um, let's move on to number one. Unanimous? I, it wasn't unanimous. No. Oh, yeah? It was close. You had it. Um, you had Ragnarok second. You had Endgame oh, first. Okay. Um, but it was close. Me and Shimano had it for number one. But again, like it, it, it I very do, much I feels believe, like I think I put one A, one B, didn't I? If you did, I didn't count it that oh, way. Okay. So. <laughs> but the truth is, um, <laughs> the truth is, it's like you know, ask me again next week. I might give you a different answer. Literally, you can go back. It actually, actually, um, go check out the archives. There is literally an episode where we talk about what our collective top three movies in the MCU are. And two of them are Ragnarok and Endgame. Yep. And then the third one is Winter Soldier, which we talked about last week. There's an entire probably 40 to 50-minute podcast where we just talk about these three Those movies three, at, yeah. at length. <laughs> so so everything you just heard about Endgame and everything you're about to hear about Ragnarok, you can get a, a, a longer version of that Full if you go. Detailed, yes. yeah. That's right. But yeah, Ragnarok does win this one. And man, it's, it, it is... For me, hands down, the most rewatchable movie in the MCU. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, it for sure is. And it, it, it does something for a character in the MCU who needed, it. who needed a refresh. Yes. And it gave him a complete revamp of, of him as a character. And Taika does it with such style yes. that it's just unmatched. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Like, whether it be the color or the feel, everything about it was just, you know, it, it brought life. It, it literally brought life <laughs> yes. into. A character, like to the point, like in the in Dark World, it was all dark and it was all like literally all dark and all you know. There's a lot of moody, a lot of moody people, do, yeah, a lot of moody people, a lot of doom and gloom. Uh, whereas this was all about bright colors and jokes and. You know, it was fast moving and, you know, so it just felt like it felt alive, you know, as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It gave us Korg. Yes. Korg. Korg. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes, Meek and Korg. Gosh, man. (laughs) Yeah, Korg's... Korg's lines in this movie are just just so funny. Yes. Like, talking about the hammer and just... Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Um, and, And meanwhile, it also had a great villain. Yes. yes. Yes, it did. So, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> man. Yeah, Hela was incredible. Um, yes. I mean, Thor's sister, the the goddess of death. You know, yeah. just and and the fact that uh, Loki and Thor had to come together for this. <sighs> yes. Loki was so good yes. in this too. And just the fact that like Loki didn't 
fi- finally didn't really. I mean, I, he, he d- finally didn't really get the upper hand. Yeah, like the, like you see the growth in Thor's character to be able to play it out to be able to finally see the whole playing field. Yeah, you know, because he he like yes he he. Like at the end, like Thor says, like I'd give you a hug if you were here, and he throws something at him, and he catches it, yes. showing that he's actually in the room. So it's like, oh, Loki changed, but it's like, <laughs> but then we also know, like, uh, he also grabbed the Tesseract, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, like, yeah, yeah. and even even <laughs> in uh, Infinity War, Thor's like, you really are the worst. Last line that yeah. he ever says to him. Yeah, I know. Um, Man, yeah, Ragnarok's so good. So, and the Grandmaster. Um, great yes. addition, great addition. Bruce Banner. So not even so much. The, oh the, yeah, that's the, right. The scenes of the Hulk were good for sure, but like man, just the, the greatest thing about this movie is it's so evident anytime you rewatch it. But the amount of time, the amount of times that it's obvious that man, these guys, they were going off the book. Oh, there yeah, was yeah, so yeah. much improv in this movie. Yeah, between these characters, because so many of them have have worked with each other for so long. Strongest Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh the my fight, gosh. the fight scene between Thor and Hulk. Yes, and the, so oh good, man. It's that's a rewatchable scene, right yeah. there. Yeah, when yes. uh, when the Hulk is throwing Thor, oh, around, they, they go to and, Loki, <laughs> and Loki's like, "That's how it feels." Yes, yeah, it's phenomenal. I just like, oh, he's a friend from work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's um, when he's like on the chair and they're playing the Willy Wonka music. Oh yeah. yes, you know, yes, yes. Oh, man, oh, man, I say. <laughs> Hey, when we're editing this podcast, we're just, gonna, we're just gonna throw it on. Let's yeah. do it. It's, mm-hmm. it's such a, it's a, it's like a feel good movie, but there's also so much emotional stakes in it too. Yeah, there's good action, there's yeah. good acting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not a perfect film, sure, but it's the freaking closest I can think. <laughs> like it literally is probably, it might be my favorite. Clearly, like I know yeah. we had that episode where we talked about, you know, it's the three of them all together. But man, I just, I just really love this movie, guys. Yeah, uh, I love the scene where, um, the, where he runs into where they were running into Doctor Strange, oh. and like, just like, he, there's some really good just little moments as they're doing it, like when he's calling. When he's calling, uh, it, it, yes, and he's just like, sorry. He's, well, it's sorry, but it's like a snarky sorry. Yeah, that's it's true. It's not like a true, like, earnest sorry. I don't believe it's a little bit, kind of like him saying, like grabbing power again because Doctor Strange has kind of had control of the situation. Yeah, and this is his kind of way of being like, yes, you can do all this cool stuff, but I also have something cool that can destroy your cool stuff. Yeah. And of course, when Loki shows back up, and he's like, "I've been falling for thirty minutes," <laughs> as he yes. co- finally comes back out of the uh, the the uh, the portal that he made for him. Yeah, and, and in fact, that portal when he first does it, when they're when they're on the street, what's left is a is a like a business card with that has uh, Doctor Strange's address. Yes, bleaker. Oh, yeah. yeah, and even the little moment where Thor takes his his umbrella, which is really Mjolnir. And he like taps the card. <laughs> yes. And he's like, Loki. Like he thinks that Loki's <laughs> playing the trick on him. Right. Well, I mean, which makes 100% yeah. sense. It does. You, like, it makes all the sense in the world. But it's just like that, those little moments that, like, you might not catch the first time you watch it. Yeah. But when you rewatch it, you see so many more little hilarious moments that just make you love this movie so much. Yeah. And, and Hela at the end, like, she really is strong and powerful. Yes. Right. And yeah. they're like, you can't defeat me. And he's like, oh, yeah, well. <laughs> He can. He, yes. <laughs> well, and, and it's a crazy shows great ending, growth ending. in yeah. Thor's character yeah, that he's he willing to yeah. give up 
the because think back in the first yeah. one where he was all about being glory and being the one to do to strike the, the battle the killing blow to yeah to be the winner of the battle and this yeah. he was willing to get out of his own way to understand that the only way to defeat her was to do to let another force take care of it totally and, you know knowing that caring for his people was more important than just keeping a city alive mm. Mm. Asgard is a is a people, not a place. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Whatever he says, uh, man, sensational movie, guys. Uh, we'll we'll we're gonna have to watch it again soon for sure. In the introduction of the uh, the theater troupe is oh yeah, phenomenal. Matt Damon's in this movie. Uh, yes, yes, that's right. Matt Damon and the younger the, <laughs> the youngest Hemsworth, the youngest yes. Hemsworth, Matt Damon, the cameo king. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, very much so. I a hundred percent agree with that. Matt Damon is the cameo king. Yeah, and uh, is it? Uh, He's, it's Alan Grant. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Sam Neill, yeah. right? Sam Neill. Yep. Yes. Who, who's, who plays uh, Odin. Odin. Yep. Who is also the, yeah. as, if you know, he is the um, main, basically the main character in Jurassic Park. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Great movie. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Love it. All right. We should probably wrap it up, boys. It's been about an hour. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that is our conclusion of our ranking the Marvel phases Series, unofficially official. Um, yeah, that's it. So next up, I don't really know what we're doing next week. Come back next week. We're going to talk about something. Uh, <laughs> but in two weeks, we will be reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yes. Yep, yep. So yes. get excited for that. I'm fired up. Um, let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, that's right. Follow us on social media, at Royal Geek Pod. Uh, whether you're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at, follow us. And also, uh, hit subscribe um on the you know the video or the podcast wherever you are listening wherever you are watching um and please come back next week okay we're we're man we're just we love getting to do this this is so much fun and um these last few weeks have been great we are desperate for content though (laughs) and uh we're almost there so with all that in mind for my good friends sandy and shimato this is t-roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.